This is Carmel Baron. You're listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. It is Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. It is a beautiful twilight holiday evening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix podcast. I am one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as almost always, by the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks out there. Hi, folks. Nailed it. Uh, we appreciate all the people who chat with us in the Discord. Fantasy playoffs are here, so it'll be an exciting time for all. Segment start times are down in the description below. And thank you at Levi Oki Illustration for all the beautiful art the people can see. Josh, hi, you darn. Oh, darn. And how are you, girl? You know, I'm doing all right. Uh, you, I missed my first podcast ever. I went on a 129 podcast streak, and then I missed podcast 130 because I had something very important to do. And you were not available Saturday morning, and I figure, you know, you had to keep missing them, so I'd go ahead and miss one. Uh, not that I guess you would have been mad at me if I just did it with Walters Saturday morning, but I opted to go my own way, and you did it with Walters on Saturday evening instead. How was that? How was it? Uh, how was it working with Walters? Uh, he's not here, right? So you can edit this out later? Oh, I'll for sure edit out later. Guaranteed. Pinky yeah. promise. No, it was it was actually pretty good. It went well. I thought he did a great job. Um, so edit that part out. Um, <laughs> Wait, you want to edit that and, part out? Okay. Yeah, um, it was trash. Oh, yeah. Fuck that Walters guy. We, we yeah. hate that, right, dude? No, it was, was good. I, I mean... We went through some things. I, I guess I didn't, I, I gave him a bit of a hard time because you ruined, you guys ruined our uh, solid uh, pickums. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And I was embarrassed to see that. Um, but we came in and I'm pretty sure that him and I um, came through and kind of turned that ship around. So I think by process of elimination, we figured out the problem. Uh, what's the problem, me or Walters? Just to be clear. Anybody not named me. <laughs> there we go. I did notice that the last two, so Walters has been on the Saturday Bod two weeks in a row, and both, and also in those two weeks, he has done absolutely terrible on the FanDuel, um, which is almost ironic because he, he's been so good all year, but we'll get we'll talk about the FanDuel a bit later. But overall, you think the Walters show was good? Uh, I know I gave you crap for doing the bare minimum effort, or saying you don't believe in effort, and then you said, I believe in the bare minimum. So do you, do you feel like you put forth the bare minimum on Saturday, or do you feel like you had to carry Walters? Yeah, no, this is, um, I think that we did a good, I think it was a good kind of give and take. I, there were times where I took over, but he did fine with filling in your role. Um, um, like I said, if I close my eyes, it's as if I was actually talking to you. <laughs> um, Our voices I are mean, identical. It's not just that, but your mannerisms. I mean, you both lean the same direction politically. Um, oh, and yeah. Basically both identical have, twins, dude. Uh, both have similar personalities, similar facial features, uh, facial hairs. Um, and about the same athleticisms. Yeah, I, I, you know, I agree with everything you just said. You've never been more right in your life. Uh, how's the family doing? Um, I don't know if you got the how you doing from, uh, you know, the pe- obviously people who listen care about you and your family life and this and that. Or have we gotten over the season of sickness or how's the family doing? Well, just an update that the family's doing okay. We're doing a little bit better. Um, Asher had, um, we had brought him in. He needs to get his adenoids taken out, which is another kind of common thing for infants or i guess it's somewhat common but it's basically where they remove a gland or something from his chest because 
it's causing his congestion and snoring and stuff light yep. snoring you know baby baby snoring baby so snores. you can kind of go oh no jack you hammer know, no brian nielsen the other yeah. Room. <laughs> yeah it's it's before it becomes one of those oh boy they're 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 gonna need one of them pat machines and yeah um yeah, it's just the soft snores, but yeah, so that's going, um, so we need to figure out that, and then, um, you know, he got some upgraded drops for his ears, because his ear infections have been bad, and yeah. and, and so Nikita said that they had, like, had to use a tube sucker to pull out some little gunk, and it was just like Shrek, you know? Uh, you know the scene. In- oh, yeah, makes his own candle, dude. Yeah, yeah, no, Asher just about put Bed Bath & Beyond out of business, so. Oh, uh, disgust. What did, did you burn it and smell it? What, did, what was the scent? I wasn't there, so I didn't get to do it, um, uh. so, and I'm pretty sure if we brought it home, Odin would probably just eat it, so. <laughs> uh, dogs are stupid. All right, well, I'm glad to hear the family's doing better, and uh, yeah, you, you ready to hop into it, pal? Yeah, yeah, and if I am a little bit uh, out of it, it's I'm seepy. So we may be doing well, but Asher's teeth are deciding, you know what? I'm really craving the steak, time. so I'm going to start coming out. Yep. Yeah, the canine's in full force. Give me the fucking meat, Dad. All right. Uh, we'll get we'll get you out of here as quick as we can then. We'll move on. In honor of Walters helping us out last couple weeks, I'll give him another grinding Gar's gears this week. You know who's really fucking grinded my gears, Josh? Who? <laughs> you nailed it. Great, great cue. Great, uh, great response. Uh, coaches who survive on fucking kneecap diets. Is that keto? Is that kosher? Who is Dan Campbell disrespecting? MCDC. Fuck this guy. Fuck that culture. Fuck the Detroit Lions. Nah, I'm not actually that mad. But, um, you know, it's a tough way to lose a game. You know, it seemed like everything that could go right for the Lions did, and they just played a really sound game. Good, you know, they were well prepared. We had no answers for him, but also fuck you, Dan Campbell. I I believed in you even when you guys were like one and six or whatever it was because I had watched Hard Knocks. I had saw the culture you were building, and now you're going to throw it back in my face like that? Fuck you and go eat someone else's kneecaps, pal. Not me. Not ours. I believed from the beginning. So, you know. Let's not, let's not do that to your Viking brothers there over there, MCDC. But yeah, fuck yeah. Dan Campbell. He's grinding Gar's no. gears for kicking her ass. Yeah. All right. That was kind well, of a rant. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's, you know, rant and a rave. You just kind of combine that in, in there. Pretty much. Uh, how do you feel about the pack did? Oh, you guys had a buy, right? Um, you guys are, so what, you guys are praying for Thursday night? Is that correct? You need the Seahawks to lose? I mean, it, it helps. I'm pretty sure that there's a scenario where they could win and we could still make it somehow. Um, we just have to win out. Um, unless I misread one of the posts earlier, because really our big competition is the two two tying dingleberries in the East. Um, when they, you know, um, the Giants and the Redskins, when they tied. Whoa, whoa, if- whoa, 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 whoa. You're canceled. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just, uh, you know... I like to stay true to my roots. So. Your, your roots? Do you want to unpack that a little bit more? No. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so the, uh, no. the find the commies, the communists, yeah. and the giants when they tied um, really through a wrench in Green Bay's plans of sneaking in backwards to the playoffs. Um, but yeah. whatever. I mean, it's. Uh, I guess. 
I, I was going to cut you off just for a second because I know, I mean, obviously the Packers have been pretty dominant for a long time, and it won't be the first time you guys have missed the playoffs in the last decade from injuries or other things like that. But I, I don't know what the exact scenario is, but I do know you guys don't control your own destiny. It's not like you win out and you're in. You do need some help along the way. So I guess how does that feel as a Packers fan? Because it's not like Aaron Rodgers is, you know, his, his thumb's broken or whatever, but it's not the classic where Aaron Rodgers is out for the season and so, the, you know, the season's lost. Aaron Rodgers has been playing. So how does that feel for you going through this, what feels like a, you know, a transition period for the Packers? Well, um, as a glass uh, quarter empty kind of guy or you know, quarter full um, on its way empty, I've always seen the downturn. Um, and yes, I mean, I still think he's playing okay football. Is he back-to-back MVP? Technically, yes. Is he playing like he Technically, yes. just had an MVP season? Uh, not necessarily. Technically, not no. Uh, but uh, he does have, you know, like you mentioned, the broken thumb, um, the, you know, ayahuasca eyes i don't know if you've read up on that side effect but it's pretty gruesome don't uh don't d- dig into it too deep though don't fact check me uh um, i would never we don't do that here yeah yeah but uh no i mean overall yeah it stinks it's not fun to watch it's you know i've i've you know watching this bad defense watching struggles on offense i i just you know i go oh boy if this is what it's like to be in Chicago, no wonder there's such a nasty individual group of people because ugh, being bad on both sides of the ball this bad, this long, gross. It's only been 14 weeks for me. All right, right, right. All right, well, I was just curious what you thought there. Uh, not necessarily a rant or a rave, but just, you know, this is kind of where we talk about that kind of stuff. For the Vikings, obviously, you posted the meme. I saw the same thing. I've been talking about the Vikings on sustainability for a while. Um, we, you know, we have a negative point differential as a 10-3 team. And I don't know if it was the 07 Giants or the 11 Giants or whichever Eli Manning team. You know, he has two rings. One of those rings, they they barely made it to the playoffs. They were like 9-7. and seven. They, they were a really rough-looking team. And then they, you know, they went on to win the Super Bowl and beat Tom Brady. So, Pretty sure uh, that was a 2011 because that's the year that the Packers were 15 and one and got stomped by him in the divisional round. All right, well there we go. See, so all I'm saying is, so you're you're saying there's a chance. All right, I don't care if our point differential is negative. You know, I I you know even though I say the Vikings are frauds and what we're doing is unsustainable, we're gonna make the playoffs. Like that's not a question at this point. Like we're pretty much already in. Um, you pretty much, Gar, you haven't locked it down. We haven't locked the division, but. You know, even if we were to somehow lose the division in miraculous faction, I, I feel like we should be able to make the wild card, as I understand it. So, um, honestly, if you guys lost the division at this point in the season, it'd be very impressive. I, wouldn't it? Most I would. Vikings thing. Oof. Yeah, no, that's where I get just a tattoo of Paul Allen crying on my chest. I told you, Josh, we're the we're the best jobbers in the league. We're here to put over the maybe we're here to put over the Lions. Maybe we lose out and the Lions win the division, and then we play we get the wild card and we play in Ford Field or at Ford Field um, week one of the playoffs, and we lose to them. That could be a scenario, Josh. We're here to Vikings are here to put over other teams. We're not here to win the belt ourselves, you know. Anyways, good. So you're saying, you know, the Vikes will make the playoffs. What we're doing is unsustainable. But all you need to do is get into the dance and then anything's happening from there. Do I think we're Super Bowl champs? Absolutely not. I've held firm on that from the beginning. But it doesn't mean it's not possible we could still go on a run here. Um, So I'm cheering for the Vikes, but my hopes are not high. Uh, Let's move into the weekly recap here, Josh. How how salty are you this week, pal? Going, you know, last week of the regular season for almost every league out there. Oh, let's just say my teams were taking an early bye. Oh no! To the playoffs. Did they yeah, earn it? it was, or? 
No, no. Well, <laughs> I did make. I mean, I made the playoffs in every t- league, so I will say that. So you, so uh, it's like you clinched your own division. You're like, all right, I can't get a better seed here, so let's just. Pretty much. Um, I mean, there were a couple of them that I could have gotten. I, I guess I didn't control my destiny for getting the um, seeds, other than the dynasty league. But we'll talk about that later. Sure. Um, but I went uh, one and five this week. So one of my, uh, uh, it was my worst week of the regular season. Brother. Um, so. A lot of a lot of my guys underperformed. I scored more in a standard scoring than I did in our Hidden Oaks League. Uh, that's just how bad that team played uh, this past. Um, and so it was just kind of like a what could go wrong would go wrong type situation. So, um, but like I said, I made it in playoffs in all my leagues. Um, you know, after starting off six and one and uh, butt sweat and beers, finishing at eight and six. And just barely sneaking in the sixth seed is kind of like a. Well, I'll 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 see you I'll see you on from the sidelines on week sixteen, guys. Nice. Um, but uh, deflate these balls. I just I pop some champagne. It's like what our seventh year of that league, and this is my first time making the playoffs. And I had I had Todd Gurley through his prime. I had DeAndre Hopkins early on when he was in his prime. Right. Uh, but so I'm pretty happy about making the playoffs in that league only to get beat because my running backs are all hurt. I mean, it looks like you made the playoffs in every league though. At least all the leagues you're counting here, one, two, three, four, five leagues. I mean, does that feel pretty good? Make the playoffs in all of them. We talked about the yo-yo thing. I mean, you're having a good year. Yeah, no, I'll take it. I mean, overall in the regular season finished 53 and 31 for a 63% win. Um, and if we look at the, uh, um, intellectual property of Joshua Allen Bunker Incorporated. I finished with 500 wins, 270 losses, so 65 approximately win percent. Um, so this last week was, I was like, you know, I feel like I outscored a lot of teams. And sure enough, when I did the math, um, 32 and 23. So I did have a much better record against everybody than I did overall. Um, and if we were to eliminate the Hidden Oaks Redraft League that I already talked about, um, it would have been 31 and 11. So. <laughs> Yeah. But I imagine that you take out 12 losses, then you have less losses. Isn't that crazy? Right? <laughs> well, one less win guard. Got to keep that in mind. So, so you made the playoffs in all the leagues, even if you limped into a couple of them right at the end there. I mean, like, you know, same deal with I'm talking about the Vikings here. All you need is a chance. All you, all you need now is three lucky weeks, right? Three lucky games and you're champion in five leagues. So it um, doesn't matter whether you're limping in or you're, you know, you're marching in. Uh, now that you're in the dance, all you need is a couple of balls to bounce your way and you're in. Uh, anything else you want to say about you, or um, otherwise I'm ready? No, I'm good. You can go on ahead, Gar. How are you looking? Uh, well, this week, so the Champions Branch Out League already started its playoffs, and I won there. Shout out, sorry, Jay. Wow, he started John Wolford, and you know that was a big nothing burger. So that's tough for Jay. Wow, um, but I didn't count that one because I'm already in the playoffs. So I went three and three this week. Um, lost in the two most expensive leagues, but in the second most expensive league, I went four and ten. Absolutely garbage. Made the playoffs in my most expensive league, eight and six. I don't think I'll go much further than that. Hopefully, I can get third place and get my money back or whatever the case is. Um, so I'll be getting pretty close to breaking even. Even hopefully we'll we'll pray about it um but then deflate these balls have been good all year 10 and 4 got the third seed champs branch out i just said i was in the fifth seed i won my first matchup against jwow and the bsb has been my other team that's been pretty good this year went 10 and 4 good for the fourth place seed so out of the was the six leagues i'm counting i made the playoffs in four of them and you know if you've been paying you've been paying attention that's pretty uh, pretty miraculous you see there's a lot of green there i guess only josh can see that a lot of green there at the end to help me make a playoff push overall in my head-to-head matchups i went 59 and 51 so i just broke uh five six three there for winning percentage uh, i'm still alive in brad's guillotine league and that's we're one week away from the championships there 
Um, using the intellectual property of Josh Allen Bunker Incorporated, I couldn't quite squeak out, get up to 500 there. I did make a strong push at the end here, but I end up going 571 wins against 579 losses. So literally just eight wins away from breaking even. Um, so that's good for a, a 497 winning percentage, 49.65% winning percentage. Uh, we got so close to breaking even there, Josh. So, you know, we put it, we had a strong push at the end there, made the playoffs in four leagues. Don't think I'll win much money, but it's nice to get in the dance. Um, even if I can get just a couple second places here, added with, you know, winning Easton's pick and pull months, I might break even for the fantasy fantasy year. Do you, what do you think? You'll think you'll be in the black here? Or do you think you'll be more so breaking even? Well, if we consider all of the uh, sleeper over-under, it's probably going to be in the black, even if I wouldn't keep <laughs> in all of the leagues. Um, By the black, you mean black is good. Being in the red is oh, losing money. Uh, being, being in the, the red, is sorry. Good. Yeah, yeah. No, you're good. Well, it's so red, it's black. It's it's dried blood. Oh, brag um, about it. No, it's, uh, yeah, no, we'll see. Um, it would be nice to get a couple wins here. I see, you know, Sleeper just, I think that they're, you know, they were on to me last year. I had a good, I had a solid year last year. Made some money, lost all that money now, but um, <laughs> but uh, now it's just like, you know what? This kid, we're just going to mess with him. So it's like, all right, so Ramondre Stevenson, you're going to hurt your ankle. You're not going to get any receiving yards that you usually get. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, you're going to get yours. So he's going to go one for two. Loser. Um, yeah, they've just been doing that all day. It seems like I'm one away on a bunch of five spots. Then I try to go down to a two spot, and I'm still one away. And it's just like, you know what? Screw you, game. I quit. And then I'm back again thursday there you go all right beautiful um so glad to hear we both have some playoff chances you're feeling better about yours than i'm about mine uh you want to go ahead and run through the FanDuel uh hood play along top three for us here pal yeah so coming in uh top three fantasy points of the week evan ingram coming out of nowhere showing everybody why he is evan ingram with 33.7 points trevor lawrence uh the guy throwing him the rock put up 33.5 of two um and then jalen hurts with 30.38 um, so two quarterbacks and a tight end. It sounds like a very, very adult film right there. All uh, right. Top three values. We've got Evan Ingram, 6.6. Uh, Jared McKinnon, who had like 115 receiving yards and like three rushing yards, which is kind of funny. Uh, his was 5.4 times. And then Lawrence with 4.6 times value. Top three weekly totals. Uh, Cody, 58 with 134. Uh, Nikita Mitchell, 21 with 132.9. Thank you, um, Jerry Judy. Um, and then Jack Mahoff with uh, 132.7. Top three leaderboard, Nikita. What? 296.34. Garbanzo bested beans, 1287.18. And then Mahoff. 2017 with 1,284. Um, it also looks like there's a little bit of a controversially um, where Tilo, Lolo, uh, week one was on a different account and they're currently at 1,283.62. Um, wrong. Cheaters. They're nah. at 1,000. <laughs> I called it out in the Discord uh, pretty much as it happened at the beginning of the season. Just wanted to remind people that that's a thing, um, you know, because I, I, you know, I feel like I would owe it to them, even if that doesn't isn't how it displays on the leaderboard. So well, it's just something to monitor. Still, obviously, what, four weeks left of that, 15, 16, 17, 18, yeah, four more, or 15, 16, 17, yeah, four more weeks. Jesus, numbers are hard sometimes. But, I mean, how, do, how does the household feel? Nikita has now taken herself into first place after, you know, I spent some time building her up last last week how's nikita feeling is she you know have you noticed a bit of a bulge in her pants no um but uh she she was so like so 
it's it's kind of funny, and I've pointed this out where if it, I mean this podcast is probably the worst thing for uh, the FanDuel play along, just because, like you said, Walters is bond here. He's had two bad weeks. We're on here. We have bad weeks all the time. It seems I exclusively um, had bad weeks. What do you mean? Yeah, uh, me too. But uh, it's so it's just like, huh? Okay, so maybe it's not. Uh, maybe it's me. And so uh, the past like few weeks, she's been in the top three for you know like quite a few weeks um but in the, earlier in the season she'd go what do you know about so-and-so's defense and i'd just go oh they're okay they're pretty good they're bad and i and and so after she started like winning it's it was it really happened you know midway through the season when she like picked up the phone at 11:50 and then set her lineup yeah. didn't talk do anything so now i'm just saying you know what when you're setting your fan to a lineup don't look at me don't yeah. speak don't do anything because if I have any sort of hint of reaction, whoever you're looking at uh, when you push yeah, the dude. and you ask me something, if I react even in the slightest, zero. So it's, that's it's kind tough. of yeah. So and and the past f- four or five weeks in a row, um, I think she's been well, at least the times that she's been top three. I uh, I literally tell her at 11:50 on Sunday. Uh, now is probably the time to do your fan do if you haven't. Oh crap. <laughs> I mean, sometimes not thinking about it's the best, right? Because when Walter, you know, using again, going back to Walters for example, uh, for uh, an example, like he's probably when he's putting all this extra podcast thought into it, he might be overthinking a bit, or he's trying to outsmart himself. It's like, okay, now everyone thinks I'm so good because I am very intentionally building Walters up. I think it's a great bit, just because he is, he has been doing so well this year. But then it's like, all right, Walters, you're fucking amazing. Tell the people what to do, and then either you know maybe he overthinks <laughs> it or he tries to outsmart himself, or you know, I, there's definitely value to just like you know when uh, you know Justin. Herbert got his first start like it was supposed to be Terod Taylor Terod Taylor gets stabbed in the fucking long right before the game and you know Justin Herbert had no plans of starting so all of a sudden like hey buddy you're starting and uh and you know he had a good game and he's never looked back so you know he was obviously the future starter no matter what but he played so loose that first game just because you know he was just like all right we're just doing it you know we're just reacting we're just setting lineups it's no big deal so I like that, but big shout out to Nikita. Nikita, you deserve all the love. Still four weeks left. A couple players nipping at your heels here within uh, 10 to 12 points, so we wish you the best, but uh, for right now, Nikita's on top of the leaderboard, so let's make sure we celebrate that, eh? That was actually the sound of Nikita celebrating uh, when she saw the leaderboard this week. Um, all right, Josh, you want to tee me up for the hoodlines here, pal? Hoodlines. Brought to us by God. Ooh, almost too quiet that your mic didn't even pick it up, but that was close. All right. Here we go. Oh. Tonight, Hammer swings big and busts the sky. Defending champ pushed out of the playoffs, going out with a whimper. In other news, Mr. Landvik makes a triumphant push running up that hill and is rewarded with a bye week to rest. Moving on, newly married Duluth drunk doesn't even set lineup and lets beefy corrections officer secure seed number five. After that, a handsome numbers man adds up all season and gets rewarded monetarily, while Willie is fat shamed and money is thrown at his feet in pity. And finally, Mr. Cooper is seen hanging with sex Zay Mrs. Jones and wins some flexual ceiling of missing the playoffs. All that and more right now. 
headlines. Thank you, Skybusters. All right, Josh, redraft league. How you feeling? We'll get more into it on Saturday because we want to get out of here on time. Um, but how, how do we feel? You're in the playoffs. Defending champ misses it. Uh, Jeremy misses, wins the last side bet. How, how do you feel? Well, you know, prior to week 12, I would have said I'm pretty solid. But now it's just like, huh, I don't stand a chance. Because, well, two of my top running backs have, I think in the past three weeks combined, um, have scored maybe six points. All right. Um, to this yeah, bit. I'm, oops, sorry, go ahead. I'm really, I'm really banking on just, you know, Devontae Adams getting 25 targets a game. Uh, CeeDee Lamb getting 25 targets a game. DeAndre Hopkins getting 25 targets a game. And then anybody other than Foster Moreau playing tight end for me because he stinks. Yeah, isn't that tough, dude? Just wait, wait. Just sit on Evan Ingram all year, who's going to be an average at best tight end, and then just let him pop off for 30 when you when it's too late. Yeah, sorry about that, buddy. All right, but speaking of, and speaking to this bit. No, we are not eliminated. I am very calm. But you're cheating. We are going to methodically well, come back and win this thing. Unfortunately, I am eliminated now, but had I been on the Saturday show, of course I would have played that bit. And uh, Josh, I know I texted this to you last night, but I need to let the people know. I actually got a lot closer to making the playoffs than maybe I should have. I think I was coming into the week as the 11th seed, I want to say off the top of my head. I don't remember what I was, but I was down there, 10 or 11, something like that. And so here was my scenario to make the playoffs, okay? I needed Brian, Hammer, Jeremy, and Willie all to lose. Um, I needed um, I needed to outscore Brian by 77.75 points. So I needed four other teams to lose, not only their matchup, but also hopefully their the median matchup. So they can't they can't beat the the median, uh, the league median, and they can't beat their head to head matchup. So I needed that to happen for four different people, and I needed to outscore Brian by basically 78 points. So fucking Brian beat you by one point, but barely. Hammer dominated which wasn't good for me, but Jeremy lost and Willie lost and Brian lost to the median. Um, and I outscored Brian by 77 points. So I, I came away cl- in that uh, very obnoxious scenario of making the playoffs. I I'm just think it's cool that I came way closer than, you know, I didn't make it of course, cause both Brian won and hammer dominated. So I, you know, I was, you know, two wins away, but still it felt pretty cool to come way closer than expected. I needed to outscore Brian by one. If Brian would have scored one less point, he would have lost. And then, you know, I would have, Josh, I I came a little close there. I almost got a quarter chub watching Evan Ingram score on Sunday. Yeah, no, you texted me that and I read it and, um, I, I was like, huh? Sorry, buddy. I mean, (laughs) it wasn't just down to mine and Brian's matchup. I knew that there was more to it that would have. Um, but, uh, um, it, uh, I was like, I'm sorry. I couldn't have done more to help you out. Yeah. What the fuck, Josh, some friend you are, some podcast co-host. Um, all right. But yeah, we'll talk more about the playoff matchups themselves on Saturday. Um, a couple people fighting for the consolation bracket, got money there. Obviously plenty of people fighting for the ship. Eric gets the buy. Josh is feeling all right, but you know, with, uh, he's hoping on Justin Fields return to form, right? That's, that's pretty much the key to your victory. Yeah, Justin Fields return to form. Um, but I assume you're going to play him Stevenson's. over Herbert, or do you, do you still even have Herbert? I do still have Herbert. Um, I had to play Herbert this week because of the bye, but right. um, Herbert, Herbert was the only one that scored many points. He put up 25 of my 79. Um, but, uh, yeah, Ramondre Stevenson, if he actually plays, his ankle's not as bad as it sounds, then hopefully, but uh, who knows. 
All right, we'll move on here, Josh. Worthy waivers. Is there anyone you're looking to pick up here? In the, you've made the playoffs in every league, pretty much, um, except for the guillotine leagues, which you've been out of for a while. But, uh, I mean, obviously we saw Ramondre get banged up. We saw a bunch of other people get banged up. Kyler Murray out for the rest of the year. T.Y. Hilton signed by Dallas. Um, any of those names uh, pique your interest? Pierre Strong, Colt McCoy, or T.Y. Hilton? Or are your lineups pretty secure? Will you pick them up just so someone else can't? What, what, are, you, what are you doing here with, uh, with the full playoff swing? Um, well, I mean, I'm looking at the three that you listed, and running back is probably my most needed position at, and like most teams at this point of the year, unless you, um, unless you got one of those guys that you know came in midseason and and performed strong. But um, yeah, no, Pierre Strong might be somebody, but in most dynasty leagues and stuff, he's probably on a taxi squad. Um, Colt McCoy, I'm not touching. Um, funnily enough, uh, quarterback seems to be my strongest position uh, throughout the year. Uh, knock on wood, because now my quarterbacks are going to suck this week. Yeah. Um, but uh, across the leagues, you know, Trevor Lawrence has been a top ten quarterback or top, you know, six quarterback in fantasy this year, I think. Um, and then Jalen Hurts, he's a solid starter. Um, I have him in the Hidden Oaks League. Um, and then obviously we talked about Fields, um, and then Josh Allen. So. All right. All right. So you did, probably not much waiver wire action, not even to like, are yeah. you the type of person to try and block other people? Like just let them sit on your bench or do, is, do you feel pretty good about your benches as well? Well, I mean, yeah, I blocked some people back when uh, Tua was lighting the world on fire. I ended up getting Tua when I had Josh Allen. He's still on my bench though. Um, as far as other guys, no, because whoever I pick up, they're not going to score and another person that they ended up settling for is going to score. So I just kind of let them... You know, I let the other teams kind of pick their own fate. I don't want to play defense and then have my defense actually benefit them. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's all it's a, it's a big can of what if, right? A big can of what if worms. Um, and for me, you know, I don't, I'm not picking up Pierre Strong. I'm not picking up Colt McCoy. Even in, what about? I guess I don't think you play in any super flex formats at the moment. But if you were, maybe Colt McCoy, or still no, still wouldn't touch him with a ten foot pole. Like let's say Colt McCoy or Ryan Tannehill. I'd probably go Colt McCoy just because it's the weapons that he's got. He's got a little bit more of a pass offense. Uh, he did fine. Um, I guess I didn't watch the entire game just because um, it didn't look like a fun one to watch. But uh, um, overall, I mean, I'd go with him over Tannehill. I'd probably go with um, him over a couple guys, um, Davis Mills or um, whoever's starting down there now. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I'd... I'd you know, if, if you're desperate, probably go for him. But all right, appreciate your input. Um, I should I assume you're just not going to do an obituary then? You've never met Glenn, and you haven't done obituary in quite a bit. But should I should I even bother playing the sad music, or just get the outro and get out of here? We can just hit the outro and go out, get out of here. We can. I mean, Glenn, nobody misses the five hole Herald. The five. Nobody five misses the five pin. Sorry, I'm thinking hockey for some reason. Gross, <laughs> Bradley. <laughs> What just happened? Did I just witness some sort of? Isn't it? Uh, isn't this Glenn from bowl, like the bowling? Nobody misses no. the five pin. No, that was Gary. No, that's uh, that was Gary. Glenn's a guy who worked at Wells Fargo. Oh, wow. he's also Garbo. That's Garbanzo Best Bean. He's been in the pod play along for oh, a bit no. as well. Well, Nikita, congrats. Glenn's not going to pass you. He's dead. <laughs> Nikita's been dead for a while. 
All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put in my request right now though. All right, so right now the, the final four of the Guillotine League, we all saw it coming. It's me, obviously. Uh, we've got Al, who I think was a you know, strong competitor coming into the Guillotine. Uh, we've got uh, Jeremy, who's uh, you know he surprised plenty of people with his fantasy prowess so far. And then we all saw we all saw him coming, Josh. Somehow stumbled his way into the top four, Jesse Morset. And so four people you know very well. Uh, we're gonna need an obituary because next week's the last chop. So. If I will, you promise me. Will you pinky promise me right now to have an obituary for whoever gets chopped uh, this last week of Brad's guillotine or this next week of Brad's guillotine? Yeah, I could start working on Jesse's. <laughs> Who knows, dude? <laughs> it's hard to say. The, uh, I mean, he's the kid that put up forty nine in a full point PPR league, right? I mean, he had Aaron Rodgers as a starting quarterback for the week, though. So it's just you know he wasn't. Yeah, no, and, and DJ Moore was in, I think. And- yeah uh but yeah all right so and i i did not think glenn was i thought it was going to be me glenn and al as the final three if i'm being totally honest so um you know i did not expect glenn to die and if i knew glenn was going to die of course i would have spent my money a little bit differently but we better get out of here josh um we're not doing an obituary i won't even play the sad song we'll play the the normal go to sleep song so go ahead and hit your go pack us josh go pack us all right see you saturday at 8 a.m everybody love you and bye-bye And go back. song again but just give me another 10 words por favor this is stupid why do i got it twice